When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Very often here at This Day in Miami History, we like to find moments, significant ones, that might be underappreciated. But sometimes a moment is so big, so important, so significant to our community and to the world, you can't really let the day go by without acknowledging it and attempting to give some context to the way that it changed everything. And that's what we're going to try to do today. Earlier this month, my three-year-old son was given an individual to learn about as part of his preschool's Black History Month celebration. The individual he pulled was... Muhammad Ali. Thanks, buddy. One could argue that for significant portions of the 20th century, Muhammad Ali was the best-known person on the planet. He was named Sportsman of the Century by Sports Illustrated and the Sports Personality of the Century by the BBC in 1999. And while the Muhammad Ali we know was born in Louisville, Kentucky, it could be argued that the Muhammad Ali that would go on to become that sports person of the century was created in Miami and was born today, this day in Miami history, February 25th, 1964, when then Cassius Clay knocked out Sonny Liston to claim the heavyweight title of the world at the Miami Beach Exhibition Center. The high times and low times, all in the nightlife. Miami sunrise will open your eyes. But when the day breaks, you feel the sun kiss. If this paradise on what you wish. By 1964, Cassius Clay was no slouch. He had won a gold medal at the 1960 Olympics in Rome. But the most popular USA winner was the lighthearted Cassius Marcellus Clay V in white here, who easily defeated Poland's Zbigniew Petrakowski. Clay was by far the best of the USA boxers. His Roman name, Cassius, caused comment. It would not be the last time his name caused comment. After his victory in Rome, the professional ranks were next. Less than two months after claiming the medal, Cassius Clay had his first professional fight. The 18-year-old defeated 30-year-old Tunney Hunsacker in Louisville, Kentucky, Clay's hometown. But Clay couldn't be the big fish in the small pond forever. Both he and his sponsors, known as the Louisville Sponsoring Group, knew they needed a big-time trainer to get a big-time fight in a big-time city. That's where trainer Angelo Dundee officially comes into the picture. 
Unofficially, Cassius Clay had reached out to Dundee years before. This audio is an interview with Dundee conducted in 2011 by the Sky Sports program Ringside. Well, I met Muhammad in, I uh, was in Louisville, Kentucky with Willie Pastrano. And uh, we were in a hotel room and I get a call from the lobby. My name is Cassius Marcellus Clay. I'm the Golden Glove champ of Louisville, Kentucky. I won the gloves in Chicago. I'm going to win the gloves in Seattle. Uh, I'm going to, in fact, this was 1958. So I'm going to win the Olympics, which was until 60. So we sat down and three hours we were had conversations. But it was intriguing. The kid wanted to know every facet of boxing. How do your fighters eat? How long do they abstain from chasing chicks? Uh, everything. Uh, how many rounds do your fighters spar? Everything. He, wanted, he was intrigued on knowing something about boxing. That Willie Pastrano match that Dundee recalls actually took place in February 1959. But it was before Ali, then Cassius Clay, became professional. And so Dundee, then a professional boxing corner man, couldn't work with him yet. But by 1960, the time had come. And when that time came, it meant that Ali would move to the city where Dundee's gym was located. And that, of course, is the 5th Street Gym on Miami Beach. The voice you'll hear is of Ali's fight doctor, Ferdy Pacheco, in the 2008 documentary, Muhammad Ali, made in Miami. He came here, a young man, wide-eyed, sparkling, smiling. He's in Miami, he never saw anything like Miami. He's with Angelo Dundee and everybody. He never saw anything like the Fifth Street Gym. That was an island of democracy in the middle of all this segregation. While it's true to say that Ali came to Miami Beach to train, he didn't live in Miami Beach. The beach, as was alluded to by Pacheco, was segregated. And so he, like many black artists, performers, and athletes, went to Overtown. Segregation was nothing new for Cassius Clay. After all, he was born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky. The distance between his residence and his training gym reflected the wide distance between the black and white communities in Miami in the early 1960s, but also presented Cassius Clay, a training opportunity that most other boxers simply didn't have. And we get up every morning. This is the most important thing about a fighter. You see those large boots he have on? We travel with those because uh, lifting the weights fill up, build the ankles and the legs and everything. When you take those off and put those boxing trunks on, you have a little, two little invisible wings, I would say. Well, he got, he got a rubber suit under that sweatsuit. When he take it off, he probably have a, a quart of water under there. The training regiment, and specifically the jogging over the MacArthur Causeway from Overtown to the Fifth Street Gym, ensured that Clay had peak physical fitness and was ready with top speed when he would take on professional challengers, and that was important. Before he became known as Muhammad Ali, before he won the world heavyweight title, Cassius Clay was not known as a technically skilled boxer. He was known for his speed. He was known for his fitness. And even on the day that the contract was signed, arranging for the first Clay-Liston fight, he told Liston and the gathered media in his own very unique way exactly what he thought about the reigning champion and how he was going to defeat him. I don't have to train for no man weighing 230 pounds. Man, light heavyweight can't keep up with me. Boy, you're going to be so tired in five rounds. You. That's unfair. 
I'm bad. You're going to be so tired in five rounds. The words to Liston. Eventually, Dundee stepped in and convinced him to stop talking, but not before throwing in the I'm bad that would eventually become one of his staples. The young Kentuckian had the mouth, but Sonny Liston had the belt. Attempting to best Liston was a monumental task, but Cassius Clay knew one thing. He wanted the match to be in Miami. I'm going to fight Sonny Liston right after I annihilate Henry Cooper. And as soon as I annihilate Henry Cooper, I want that big ugly bear right, in, uh, right here on Miami Beach at the Orange Bowl because there's not a place large enough inside the holes. He didn't get his entire wish. The match didn't take place at the Orange Bowl, but it was hosted at the Miami Beach Exhibition Hall, now the Miami Beach Convention Center. Liston was the odds-on favorite. Seven to one were the odds at the beginning of the fight. According to records at the time, out of 46 major sports writers that covered the event, 43 of them predicted Liston to win. Only three predicted Clay. The question didn't appear to be who was going to win, but would Cassius Clay make it out of the fight alive? In fact, a young reporter covering the fight, Robert Libsight, who eventually became a legendary boxing reporter, was told by his editor to figure out the route from the Miami Beach Exhibition Center, now the Miami Beach Convention Center, to the hospital to ensure that he could get updates on Clay's condition after the fight. But young Cassius Clay would not be going to the hospital. He would be going to the mountaintop. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The 22-year-old defeated Sonny Liston in seven rounds. The technical knockout made him the heavyweight champion of the world. Hey, what do you say? Huh? Tell those people in Miami. I shook up the whole world. I'm tired of talking. Let them talk about itself. All I got to say is I beat Liston like he was an amateur. Right. I held my hands low. Right. I leaned back. Right. I'm still pretty. He was the one all cut up. I shook up the world. Now, what, uh, what are they going to say about that? Now, huh? What are you going to say about that? And you can't call it a fix. Everybody said if Liston wins, it would be a fix. But what made it so good, both his eyes was closed, and the referees have to, had to stop it. I am no... No, he didn't hurt me. I just had to get him an eight. I was mad because I couldn't get him an eight. That post-fight interview with WTVJ's Bob Halloran was just the tip of the iceberg when it came to Clay's excitement over his defeat of Liston. He went even further in the post-fight press conference. All of you reporters, all of you reporters made it hard on this one. Never write about me like that. Never make me six to one. You just make me angry. Not a heavyweight in the world fast enough to stop me. Liston's one of the powerless in the world, and he looked like a baby. I held my hands down here and just played with him. I just played with him. Bow to my feet. Tell me I am the Now, if you recall a second ago, Clay told Bob Halloran the word fix would be thrown around if Liston had won. Unfortunately for all parties, a contract signed before the match and the manner in which Liston refused to answer the bell to start round seven led to questions right away. Dick Beddoes of the Toronto Globe and Mail, could you give us your opinion on the fact? Bob, my impression is that this is the greatest hoax perpetrated in boxing since Panera 30 years ago. I think that the fact that Liston, the Liston people, had 47.5% of this promotion and have since announced today that they, before the fight, had signed a contract with Clay to promote Clay's next fight indicates a great collusion between both parties. And you don't find a champion, a bona fide champion, quitting on the stool. The allegations were serious. The Miami Beach Boxing Commission convened a meeting that night. State Attorney Richard Gerstein requested Sonny Liston's medical records to investigate whether the fight had been tampered with. But, eventually, it was all for naught. Cassius Clay's life would change forever. And perhaps the weight of the moment caused him a moment of reflection that brought down the facade of bravado so evident the night before. How did you sort of like last night after the fire? Oh, I, just, I just went to be, I just went and laid around and got away from the crowd. Who would win this I went over to the house. I went to a little hotel and met all the people. You went where? I went over to a little hotel and met a lot of people. Little hotel in Miami. Of course, that little celebration back at the Hampton House wasn't just a quiet celebration. It became immortalized in the film One Night in Miami, the 2020 release that chronicled the soon-to-be Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X. Jim Brown, 
and Sam Cooke. There would be a rematch, but by the time the two men faced off again, the world had entirely changed around them. Cassius Clay was no longer Cassius Clay. Within days, he would announce publicly his membership in the Nation of Islam, and a few days after that, he would be given the name Muhammad Ali by nation leader Elijah Muhammad. Liston recovered from his injuries, but faced off against Ali in Lewiston, Maine, in the rematch, and lost in less than a round. Ali was ascendant. Liston was done. And Ali's half-century journey from underdog story to sports superstar to anti-war protester, religious liberty advocate, and eventually proponent for peace can all be pinned back to one night in Miami, February 25th, 1964. I always like to give credit to the resources that I lean on in producing an episode, and today is no different. In particular, as always, my friends at the Wolfson Archive, uh, a lot of really unique video that I was able to pull and incorporate into either this episode or the social media posting around this episode. Uh, secondly, the 2021 Ken Burns documentary um, entitled Muhammad Ali, in particular, episode one, The Greatest. It's a fantastic resource to see uh, Cassius Clay's rise in boxing and eventually how he becomes Muhammad Ali and how Miami plays such an important role in that development. Uh, thirdly, David Remnick's 1998 book, King of the World, the biography of Muhammad Ali, is really fantastic and provides a lot of good context for Clay slash Ali's place in American society and culture as the 1960s goes on. Um, the Associated Press has a lot of amazing uh, pre- and post-fight footage uh, some that the Wolfson Archive didn't have, in particular that press conference from the day after, where you hear Ali allude to the one night at the Hampton House. Um, I would encourage you to check some of their video out. Uh, additionally, there's so much great stuff happening around town these next couple of weeks related to this 60th anniversary that I do want to give a shout out to. First off, if you're listening on the day that this episode is released, February 25th, there were some celebrations at Hampton House uh, where Ali had that famous night after that famous victory. Um, they're celebrating the greatest weekend, uh, and Sunday the 25th is the kind of capstone day. You can visit their website, uh, historichamptonhouse.org, for more information. Uh, secondly, on Miami Beach, the Washington Avenue Business Improvement District is hosting a tribute event that actually opened on Friday the 23rd and will remain open until April 1st. Uh, so there should be a lot of time to go check it out, and I do encourage you to do so because it is supposed to be a really good, uh, deep history about Ali and particularly related to uh, his proceedings in Miami and Miami Beach. Um, so again, uh, that's Wash Av MB. W-A-S-H-A-V-E-M-B.com and historichamptonhouse.org. And you can find the links for that uh, in the show notes as well as our website. Speaking of the website, thisdaymiamipod.com. A lot of work I've been putting in on that the last couple of weeks. 
um, transcripts. Um, pretty much every episode for the last 18 months uh, that's not an interview should now have a transcript, including this one. Uh, on the 25th, it might be a little bit later in the day, but it will get up there. Um, the interview episodes are coming. They're a little bit more complicated because they have two voices, but uh, we are getting there. Um, uh, accessibility is really important for me, uh, and so getting those full transcripts up is a labor of love. And hopefully you, as a listener uh, or as a researcher, uh, might find it useful. Um, if you have feedback, if you see an error, uh, please contact me at This Day Miami Pod on social media uh, or This Day Miami Pod at gmail.com. Uh, and do follow us on social media. Do subscribe or follow on your preferred podcast platform. And if you've done all that stuff, one, thank you. And two, uh, go ahead and throw a five star review. It really helps the show, and I really do appreciate it. Um, so thanks for listening as always. And until next time, I've been Matthew Bunch. The high times and low times. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.